Hello, my friends. I am very excited. Today, I get to bring to you a coaching call, a live coaching call I did with another photographer. Her name is Rachel, and she is a maternity and newborn photographer here in the Tampa area. I really wanted to showcase how a single session can kind of unfold and how we can get to the root of what's going on subconsciously and be able to heal that. So she was kind enough to allow me to record this and then broadcast it to all of you. So without further ado, I will roll the credits and then we will go straight into her coaching session. I hope you guys enjoy and we'll talk soon. Hey friend, welcome to Deep Healing for Creative Entrepreneurs. My name is Aubrey Barr and I am a subconscious release technique practitioner and photography business owner. I know you are sick of ending your day feeling overwhelmed and exhausted and you are seeking a solution to help you feel creatively inspired and actively engaged in your business as well as personal life. In this podcast, we are going to dig into any limiting beliefs or subconscious programs that are keeping you in a space filled with anxiety and stress. This work is not a temporary solution for your life, no. This is a complete transformation. So grab your coffee or tea and let's start you on the road to healing. And let me just say, you can do this, you are worth it, and you are meant to thrive in life and business. So let's dig in. I have Rachel here and I've been chatting with her before I started recording and we just will not stop talking. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, she is a all things motherhood photographer in St. Pete or Clearwater, right? I'm actually in the like Riverview Brandon area. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, oh, yeah. Tampa, Tampa Bay. Yeah. We're all Tampa. We're all yeah. Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm so excited to have her here with us. We're going to do a mini coaching with Rachel today and I'm actually going to read what she submitted um, for this coaching call so that we can kind of get on track here. So um, let's see. It says, I am in a huge transitional phase in both my business and personally. I have been embarking on an inner healing journey and connecting with my spirituality and despite all of my efforts still feel very stuck. I have chronically suffered from anxiety and have severe ADHD as well as PTSD from childhood that I navigate daily while also being a single mom whew, running <laughs> a six-figure business. I am super receptive and open to feedback and acknowledgement where I am struggling and trusting those who have more expertise in those areas. Oh, let's just <laughs> a breath right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So I am really excited to tap. I'm excited too. Yeah. It's, um, is there anything you want to add to that? Or does that feel pretty uh, well-rounded for what you yeah. want to you know, so like we were kind of chatting before, um, so I, uh, you know, separated about two years ago and that was a huge, um, obviously personal pivotal shift for me, but also business, um, you know, going from, I was basically a stay-at-home mom, we're doing part-time to now having to, you know, be, a, you know, sole income and, or, you know, providing for myself and um, also that just, it, it really pulled that rug up under me and forced me to really, um, embark on this journey. It was kind of, you know, the biggest blessing, but also kind of 
pushed me into it without necessarily me being a hundred percent ready. But, um, I do believe, you know, everything happened for a reason. So then about a year ago, I really, like I told you, like made an active conscious decision. Like, I just am so sick of feeling this way. I've got to, you know, make some, some changes. I need to figure it out because I just like envisioning living the rest of my life like that was just not an option. So, um, you know, I have been doing various things. Um, but like we were mentioning, I, I've found myself being so frustrated with, you know, and, and it really hasn't been that long in the scheme of like rewiring your brain and, you know, all the neural pathways, you know, I mean, I have 33 years of that, you know, um, but it's that conscious awareness now of it. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's like a daily conscious decision, but I'm really excited because I've never done something, um, quite like this. Um, yeah, but yeah I think that pretty much, um, you know, covers. Yeah. My- yeah I, I love that. And I have to say that, a lot of people who end up doing a session like this, it's because they just feel stuck still, mm-hmm. you know, and I talk about it a lot where we can add in all these things and we could do our affirmations so we can make sure our day is balanced and we can, you know, have time for ourselves and, and still feel like a great mom or whatever. But if we can't also cleanse those things that were already there, it mm-hmm. does kind of leave us hanging. Like we can't ever really fully reach the best of our abilities if we can't also, I call detox the mind. So, <laughs> so yeah, I absolutely think that we can help you today. And I, um, I want to actually ask you a question because as we were yeah. talking, you said that since you're, we were dealing with a lot of nervous system dysregulation mm-hmm. and that yeah. that's a common theme and it's probably what you're used to more so than not. Yes. And you mentioned 12 year old. So is there anything that you can share with me about that time in your life that we can maybe, because if we can get down to the root of it, we yeah. can do that. So I actually, um, fortunately through hypnotherapy, I've been able to kind of uncover, um, so a few things, um, when I was, uh, you know, around six, we moved from, you know, a city type situation to literally 20 acres, um, secluded in the middle of nowhere in North Florida, um, knew no one, nothing. Um, and obviously that was a huge adjustment. Um, and then around, uh, we're pretty sure around seven or eight, um, I was molested by one of my dad's best friends who was actually a woman who was our next door neighbor, um, did not at the time necessarily, um, realize, you know, wasn't, conscious of it, obviously being a child. And it wasn't until much later in adulthood when I started working um, as a victim advocate that I even realized that it had happened. Um, So I did do, you know, quite a bit of processing and healing around that, you know, a a while ago, I'd say about 10 years ago, kind of thought, oh yeah, like I processed through it. I'm good. Um, But then as I have embarked on this, I've realized, so around that age, you know, as I was coming into like my pre-teen age, you know, finding my voice or trying to find my voice and my place. Um, my dad, uh, who has passed away about 10 years ago, but he was an alcoholic. And so um, a lot of stuff around that with my childhood. But this friend of his um, was also a severe alcoholic and they were, you know, very enabling with each other. And she would actually come to our house. Like I said, we were next door neighbors. Um, and she would come to our home and, uh, be there 
with him drinking and hanging out. And, you know, I remember being like around that age and just not realizing necessarily why I felt so unsafe every time she was there. But I just was, it was panic. It, it, was, it was a trauma response. I was having panic attacks. I was, you know, every time I would see her and she was there, I was just in this state of fight or flight. And I didn't understand at the time why it was so severe. Um, but like I distinctly, like I said, through hypnotherapy can even was able to uncover some memories of, you know, being in my bedroom and I could see out and just in full panic and frozen. Um, and so around that age is when I, you know, tried to stand up for myself and with my parents and, and, you know, they didn't understand the severity again, cause I didn't share with them, mm-hmm. you know, what had happened, but I, I did try to express like, I'm not comfortable with her here. She was very nasty, very vulgar, you know, and just, I was an easy target and she knew what she had done. And I think was also just scared of me too, you know, so it was just not a healthy situation. Um, and every time I would try and express that it was not met and not, not addressed. And, you know, um, okay. now I've really struggled with that because I, I, you know, imagining my child in that situation and saying, Hey, this person is here. I'm not comfortable. I don't feel safe and not really taking it and being like, okay, then they're never allowed here again. So she was continually, continually allowed to basically be at our home. Um, and so I was never felt safe. I never felt safe. I never knew when she, she would just show up unannounced. Um, she would just, you know, be there constantly. And so that feeling of unsafeness just started very early and I didn't have the skills or the ability to really understand. I wasn't, you know, sharing it with my, my parents. Um, so it just became normalized for me. Um, but she was definitely a huge, um, catalyst and around that age is when it got really, you know, I tried, I started standing up for myself and I would go out there and be like, you know, can you please leave? And she would just, like I said, she was drunk and vulgar. I mean, it was just not a good situation. And like I said, as a parent, I look back and now it's just, um, you know, my mom and I, like I said, my dad is no longer alive, but my mom and I've had to have some conversations of just like, but she was also dealing with, um, some serious chronic health issues that caused her. Basically she was in bed for four years uh, during that time. So she doesn't even remember. So I was really just by myself. And um, that has been a common thing too, as I was physically by myself. I mean, like I said, we're on 20 acres There's and my parents didn't have friends. They didn't have family close by. So I was physically isolated, but also felt just incredibly unsafe. So I just, there was nowhere. Um, And so- Yeah, I've, you know, done some inner healing child work with that. Um, but I think that emotional dysregulation just it it was constant. You know, like I said, there was not like, oh, I saw her once and then I didn't have to see her again. It was, you know, she would just come over. And there was a point, you know, I think I was around 13 where my dad kind of got to the point where he looked like, I'm sorry, my dog. Um, here he was like, you know, please stop coming over. So then she knew when I would be there home alone from school. So she would just come and like sit on, you know, our porch because she knew I was there. And then I couldn't go outside. I was stuck. You know, it's before cell phones, before it was just, yeah, it was a really um awful situation. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of red flags. <laughs> yes, it was um very alarming. And then she did end up dying when I was um about 14. And I remember that was a really pivotal thing for me because I felt like finally, you know, it was 
over, but then the guilt of like being happy that someone died, you know, at, at 14, <laughs> um, was like a really, uh, a weird thing to process. You know, I was, I was glad because I knew like she couldn't be there anymore. Right. Um, but I still hadn't really come to terms with why I was so angry at her and, and why I felt the way I felt. Um, so I felt happy for her death. And then that was a really weird, you know, hard thing to process, especially at that age when you're like, you know, starting to just figure out your life. Um, so yeah, it, that time frame is when, um, I really started. And I, I was sharing with you, I think, you know, well, I, I know my baseline just became so normalized for me. Um, you know, I, I think, although obviously everyone feels it differently, but I'm pretty sure my baseline has been like an eight or nine, what most people would say, like just a constant, almost panic attack, but I just became so normal. Um, I started some unhealthy coping every morning. I would wake up and throw up as like a release. Um, mm -hmm from the anxiety. I was suffering from insomnia. I was suffering like, and I was still doing amazing. I was definitely the epitome of the kid that flew under the radar. You know, my parents had no idea. My teachers had no idea. I was, you know, the perfect kid. I never caused any trouble. I still was in extracurricular activities. I was always high achieving. I was always, you know, scoring the highest test scores. So nobody really, you know, and part of that was the ADHD and part of that was just, I'm just, you know, <laughs> that person. Um, and so it just all stayed inside. It just like none of my friends knew. I just was secretly dealing with this internal dysregulation constantly for pretty much until, like I said, the first time I even started that, even approaching any type of healing journey was about 10 years ago when I became, um, an advocate. Uh, well, actually it was more than that, but, but I really still didn't fully, you know, get to yeah, that. Point. I mean, when you talk about, and this happens a lot, like people, obviously they're trying to heal all the time. We don't even think about it, but we're trying to get better. We're trying to feel better. We're trying to be happy, right? We want to have joy in our lives. We don't want to be anxiety filled all the time. We don't want to second guess ourselves and all of these things. And so we start that healing journey and we feel better about situations, but sometimes we have these leftover thoughts mm -hmm. that are stuck in our bodies. And a lot of times with them is some unpleasant emotions, right? It's the best way to describe it. And so I can tell while you're, while you're talking about this, that there's still some things there that we can get rid of. Um, but the good news is we get to just like breathe them out and, and yeah. move on. But yeah, I mean, it's absolutely a lot of stuff here that... I can tell it, it's just, it's a long, it, it was a long time <laughs> to be dealing with all of that. And so, you know, that's why it just would re-traumatize you and just leave you kind of feeling not great all the time. Did you say you're a three, five? Yes. I'm a emotional projector three, five, which, um, I just recently, um, started learning about human design and has been super, um, I would like to even learn more about it, but what I've, it's so fascinating and has taught me so much about myself and so much makes sense. Um, I, you know, definitely like I have, um, a lot of channels and gates that really, makes sense for me, including guilt. Um, yeah, uh, we my big one. Um, and that's, 
that's definitely one that I am struggling with for sure. Um, and so it has helped me to kind of normalize how I feel, but it doesn't necessarily take it away. Right. You know, you're still no. feeling that way. I, mean, I don't consider it its own modality. Just being right. someone that has certifications in certain modalities that help people with these things. I don't consider it that, but I do think it's very insightful, especially for yeah. people who are locked in yeah. a lot of ways, just looking for how do I set up my day, you know, to, to make more sense for me and have the energy and whatnot. Yeah. So that's what um, I'm learning to do is my business. That, that three line for sure sounds pretty accurate for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, okay. So we're actually going to get started with some of this. Uh, I've written down a few things that you said that felt like they were heavier. Um, yeah. So we still kind of trapped in there. Um so what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk you through this because I know you haven't done this before. Yeah. Um, I am going to ask you to take a deep breath in and hold. I'm okay. going to say a statement and I want you to just think it. Okay. And then you'll just pull it out. Okay. So I'm going to do a lot of talking. You're going to be breathing. <laughs> okay. That works. Yeah. 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 And just, just know, like, you know, you mentioned earlier, the, the throwing up, that's a release. Yeah. Our body has all these releases. Yawning is going to be normal. Burping is normal. Sorry. Mm -hmm. That's totally normal. <laughs> just breathe, yeah. it, let it go. And, and, you know, sometimes there's some tears too. Mm -hmm. uh, that's just, just how it works. It yeah. does better afterwards. Okay. This isn't something yeah you upset all day. Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> all right. So let's go ahead and get started. I'm actually going to start with, um, there's this, this thing that comes up that's, you know, a lot of these are our thoughts over and over again in our head. And there's one that comes up with you that says when I was 12. So it's like you retelling the story all the time and feeling it just kind of gets stuck there. So we're actually going to start with that. Um, let's see here. No, it's 12. Okay. So are you ready? Yes. Okay. All right. So I'm already like welling the tear. It's interesting because I've found yeah, because that's how it worked. I knew I had this this morning. And so yesterday and like last night I could barely sleep. Like I was really unsettled. And I found like with my hypnotherapy sessions, when I know I have one on the drive there, I start crying. I'm not a crier, but I, I tend to cry during hypnotherapy and I'll start crying. Like just on the way my, my body is just like ready. <laughs> so, You're so ready. Yeah. I feel it like really already, I'm like already well. <laughs> you just have to make an appointment. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's pretty typical actually. Um, and it's the best time to do some healing is when you're that ready. So, yeah. okay, let's go ahead and get started. So go ahead and breathe in and hold. I release all anger with when I was 12. Good. Breathe in and hold. I release all confusion with when I was 12. Good. Breathe in. I release all dread with when I was 12. Breathe in. I release all terror with when I was 12. Good. Breathe in. 
I release all blocks with open with when I was 12. Good job. Breathe in. I release all anxiety with I don't like this. Breathe in. I release all disbelief with I don't like this. Breathe in. I release all hopelessness with I don't like this. Good, breathe in. I release all nervousness with I don't like this. Breathe in. I release all shame with I don't like this. Good. Breathe in. I release all blocks with calm with I don't like this. Well, there we go. <laughs> <clears throat> That's a good release. Let me check everything else here. Breathe in. I release all blocks with trust with I don't like this. Breathe in. I release all annoyance with it's not safe. Breathe in, I release all embarrassment with it's not safe. <clears throat> Breathe in, I release all nervousness with it's not safe. Breathe in, I release all stress with it's not safe. Good, breathe in, I release all blocks with giving with it's not safe. <clears throat> Breathe in. I release all blocks with trust with it's not safe. Breathe in. I release all anger with by myself. Breathe in. I release all cynicism with by myself. Good, breathe in. I release all hurt 
with by myself. Breathe in. I release all shame with by myself. <clears throat> Breathe in. I release all blocks with letting go with by myself. <clears throat> Good. They aren't listening. Breathe in and hold. I release all anger with they aren't listening. Good. Breathe in. I release all hurt with they aren't listening. job. Breathe in. I release all sorrow with they aren't listening. Good job. Okay, breathe in. I release all stress with they aren't listening. You're doing good. Okay. Breathe in. I release all blocks with faith with they aren't listening. Okay, breathe in and hold. I release all blocks with nourishment with they aren't listening. Just check. Breathe in and breathe out. There's one more I'm missing on this one. Breathe in and hold. I release all rage with they aren't listening. Good. Okay, we're gonna do one more. Breathe in and hold. I release all disappointment with they don't care. Breathe in. I release all grief with they don't care. Good job. Breathe in and hold. I release all pain with they don't care. Breathe in and hold. I release all blocks with happiness with they don't care. Good 
Breathe in and hold. I release all blocks with safe, with they don't care. Okay, breathe in and hold. I release all positive and negative emotional blocks with they don't care. Good. Breathe in and hold. I release all positive and negative emotional blocks with guilt. Good job. Okay, we're going to go ahead and do a fill up. So it's like more of a positive thing just to kind of fill our cup with something that's better after we've released some things that are not so great. Um, so let's go ahead and do that. So this is going to be like a little bit longer. So we need like a really good breath. Okay. Um, okay. So breathe in and hold. I am so happy and so thankful. I allow myself to trust fully in my journey. Good job. Let's do one more. Okay. Breathe in and hold. I am so happy and so thankful. I am open to receiving more than I can imagine in all areas of my life. Thank you guys so much for joining me today and for allowing a space so that people can really get some bigger things out so they could start healing. And I know so many of you are also in a similar spot as Rachel. It's so important to come to the realization that it's time to do a little bit of a deeper dive, that you are worth the amount of time and the amount of energy it takes to be able to release some of this stuff, that you don't have to live your whole life that way. So I hope that brought you some peace. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. If you haven't pressed subscribe, go ahead and do that. And also please leave us a review so that I know if you guys are enjoying this and what else you guys would like to hear from me. All right. Have a beautiful day. We will talk soon.